we'll get Keith to come on come on our show and tell the world what a bag he is. HTWR Nation, this is Hog Farmer Chris. And if you'd like to help support the fight against pediatric cancer, visit www.hogfarmerscharity.org. Our podcast. We're coming at you with a bonus, 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 bonus episode. And as promised, HTWR is happy to bring you the exclusive interview with KG Skins 26, aka Keith, aka Caucasian Sasquatch, aka Glass Half Empty, and so many other names that we can't use on this podcast. Unfortunately, Maddie Jane has some other commitments and won't be able to join us on this episode, but it's all good because we have not one, but two diehard fans with very different points of view. But first things first, Keith has something very important to say. I know I'm the biggest dog on Redskins Twitter. I'm a man of my word. I said it, and now so, someone, I said on any podcast, someone let me know, and I'll do it. And sadly, I had to. But you know what? I'll take a win and call myself a dog any day. I don't care. Keith, how you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. And also joining us, just to balance things out, <laughs> is <laughs> hog farmer Chris Bryant. How you doing, Chris? What's up? What's up, guys? Appreciate you being here. You know, I don't think that we have ever had two polar uh, opposite fan personas <laughs> on the show. So this is going to be interesting, right? First off, right at the top, Keith, I got to give you props. You tweeted out after the Steelers game that you would come on a podcast, and I can't use the exact terminology that you use, but we reached out. Called you on your bluff, sir, and you said you'd be down, and now you're here. So appreciate you joining us on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. I mean, you know, I tried to hedge my bets. Uh, we were losing. Didn't think uh, we were going to come out and win that game. And uh, so I went ahead and do what I do best, talk a lot of noise, and unfortunately it didn't work out for me. <laughs> you were talking a lot of noise. I'm glad that you said that, Keith. So first off, I just wanted to ask you about why did you think we were going to lose that game? Well, for one, number one, it was the Steelers. You know, they aren't what their record says that they are, in my opinion. But I still think that they were a well-balanced, good football team. I mean, even though we were coming off, you know, a couple good wins, they were still against teams with losing records. So, hadn't really given me the opportunity to think differently. So, of course, I come right out the gate. I'm pessimistic to begin with. Uh, I'm a glass-half-empty guy. I didn't feel like we were a team that could be competitive against uh, a well-balanced team like Pittsburgh. That's completely understandable, you know, and uh, there's a lot of fans that share your perspective, uh, which is why uh, it was important for me to uh, bring in to bring in a rah-rah fan. And that's what we got here in Chris Pine. Chris, so Chris, let me ask you, sir, because I know for a fact that you believe we're going to win every game <laughs> Can you tell me how, how were you so confident that the Washington football team, and we're going to talk about that, Keith, that the Washington football <laughs> team was going to win this game? Like you said, 
Every game we play, I expect the team to win, no matter what. I'm, I'm never going to ever say that we, we were going to lose the game, so I'm, I'm cheering for them no matter what. This is interesting, just the dichotomy, the difference already. I'm loving it right now. So, Keith, I want to put this out there to you because, you know, I, I want to say you are well known within the uh, within Washington football team, and I'll say it for you, within Redskins Twitter, right? Thank you. Thank um, you. Yes, sir. Within Redskins Twitter. I'm kind of a big deal. Your reputation sort of precedes you. I, 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 <laughs> I hope it's okay that I say you're kind of notorious amongst uh, the Redskins fans, especially the diehards uh, and the pessimists, you know, but I think it's important to have a balance. That's what makes this community so great is that we're not a monolith, that we have differences of opinion, and it makes us all better. And at the end of the day, it's one love, it's one community. And that's how I feel. That's how we feel. I hope you feel that way too. Just real quick, wanted to uh, just get some insight into Keith, the man, you know, and specifically Keith, the, I'll say it again, Redskins fan. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let me that. just ask you, Keith, how did you become a Redskins fan? Great question. I grew up in it. My dad was a huge Redskins fan. And actually, how he became a Skins fan was uh, he was a huge John Riggins fan. And uh, when Riggins joined the Redskins, my dad decided to uh, go ahead and make that his, you know, official team. And I think, you know, with my dad being in the military and it being a D.C. team, he kind of felt that that was going to be for him. I mean, he was, he was from St. Louis, so uh, he didn't really... You know, when he was younger, he didn't really care too much about sports. So, you know, he became a Redskins fan, and I, gr I grew up with it. I mean, I was living in Germany at the time. I was so young, I had no idea about football, but I did know that he was a Redskins fan. And I do remember living in Germany at the time and uh, Super Bowl against the Broncos. And I'll never forget my dad screaming touchdown, and I have no clue which touchdown that was, but I remember him screaming that, and that'll just be a memory with me even though I wasn't cheering with him I now at my age understand what that meant to him and how he felt about that and from there I just decided man I'm gonna love football too and through the years uh just watch it watch it with him and even though people don't think it I'm a diehard really cool I always love hearing everybody's stories like that you know uh and my dad big 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 Rico fan as well very cool. And we all love our dads. I can hear uh, Chris's Chris's kids in the background. They love their dad. You know, you said your dad was a big uh, John Riggins fan. And uh, we, we asked this question to everybody. Um, and there's a theme emerging when we ask it. But I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, Keith, who's your favorite player all time? Man, through the years, I've kind of sat. There's just there's so many to choose from. But I'll tell you, and again, I'm going to contribute this uh, back to my dad and I think that you can kind of you know you'll be able to put two and two together on and, and maybe you'll talk about it later as far as the, the stance on the name change but we go back to my dad the most uh, magical season you know is when we won what was it 91 against the against the bills uh, my dad had just got out of uh, desert storm um, you know we watched a magical 14 and 2 season and that Super Bowl was just unbelievable. Uh, I'm gonna have to tell you, I'm gonna have to go with Mark Rippon on this one. Wow. Keith, back me up on this. The 91 Redskins are the greatest Super Bowl champion of all time. I would have to say so. I it's mean, really not close. If you go back and you look at the numbers of that team, I mean, and honestly, we should have went undefeated. 
Yeah. yeah. And it was just ridiculous stats. We had three receivers go for over a thousand yards. I mean, yeah, that was a great I team. mean, crazy, crazy, crazy good. So Chris, and I want to throw this one over to you first because you're the rah rah fan. You're the homer. You're the we're gonna win every game. You're the it's our year. <laughs> I mean, you, you were saying. Bro, I mean, were you really saying it's our year when we had John Beck? Uh, that far, that long, no, no. I wasn't his biggest fan back then. When we oh, cool, Beck. cool, cool. Okay, we got, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you was, Jason made it known, we were on the conference call with him a couple weeks ago, that we're mm-hmm. going to be playing as the, quote, football team. And don't worry, Keith, because we're going to get to you on this. We're, but we're going to be playing under the football team moniker at least through 2021. But I want to know how you felt about the name change when it came down, okay, and how you feel about it now. So first, before I answer this question, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and I and I confidently respect anybody and everybody's opinion because we're all fans. But when it, when it first changed, uh, I really wasn't – shock because we kind of knew it was coming that whole year last year we knew and a lot of reports were coming out you know i kind of set myself up for it i I love the name and we've all been fans of the redskins forever right and to see some the name leave like that you know it's a little shocking but i've adjusted to it because i love the team just as much um and i've 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 built a, a platform with you know our charity and stuff so as far as the Washington football team, I get, I know a lot of people don't like the football team as the nickname. I, mean, I think I think having it as Washington or Washington football club team, whatever you want to call it, would be the closest thing to Redskins as we would get. But I know Jason Wright had mentioned that Burgundy and Gold is going to say, so I think if we keep it as close to what was, I would like it. You know, and I think Washington football team or Washington football club is the closest we would get. Uh, I'm not a big fan of any of these cartoony nicknames wolves or warriors or the papa smurf football uh, any of those names i'm not i'm not a fan of any of them so the closest thing to redskins would be washington that's that's my take on it keith to throw it over to you i know you got a lot to say about this so you made it very very clear it's been anybody who who follows you on twitter you know, for two seconds knows that uh, we can just skip the part where I ask how you felt about the name change. (laughs) Anybody wants to know how Keith felt about the name change? You can go and you can read the tweets from a few months ago. You can read the tweet from two seconds ago. All right. right. We know you're not down with the name change. I think it's important to remember that we're all fans and one person's opinion or how they feel about the name. It's such a personal thing that doesn't make you more or less a fan of the team. Just because, you you know, Chris, just because you're cool with the name change and just because I have accepted the name change doesn't mean that I liked it doesn't mean that I wanted it. And we all have different perspectives and the name means different things to different people. The fo- uh, you know, a football team and the fandom, especially for us, because we are all diehard fans. We may fan in different ways, but we're all diehard fans at the end of the day. And we're one community. And isn't it wonderful that we can get together like this with dissenting opinions? But Keith, what I want to ask you is, how you really feel about the Washington football team name, how it makes you feel, right? And I would like to know, do you have any suggestions for how we can proceed moving forward? Because the one thing that's very, very clear, I understand people who who hate it and it sucks, but this team is not moving back in terms of we're never going back to the old name. It's unfortunate, but that name is gone. So I wanna know, where can we go from here, Keith? And how does that affect you as a fan moving forward? 
So those are great questions. And yeah, you're 100% correct. Uh, I think that the people who do follow me know exactly how I feel. But, uh, you know, let me throw a little bit of explanation, you know, as to why before I answer that question, because it's going to lead into that. But, you know, being my age and my family upbringing, we were all traditionalists, right? I'm a traditional type person, you know, becoming a fan of the Redskins, I have great tradition. Also, what I have is great memories. Now you take the name away. I have zero ties to this uh, to the DMV. I'm a transplant fan. I feel like all I had was the name and the history behind the name. And the term that they like to use is retired. In my personal opinion, you're also retiring the history. And a lot of people disagree with me on that. But my standpoint is, is if you change the name, which that's happened, but you also want to carry on the tradition under the Redskins name, negative. That's not happening. That can't happen. And the reason is, is because, uh, again, I, I'm mentioning his name, so it sounds like I'm a huge Mark Rippon stand, but he did not play a single down for the Washington football team, but he did for the Redskins. So if you're going to retire the name, you are retiring the history. No one else should get this history moving forward. Now, where we stand as fans, the team is called Washington football team. Believe it or not, I don't hate that name. He ain't lying. You're still leaving the door open for fans like myself, the older fans. So if you keep Washington football team as stupid as I think that name is, the fuck? It still gives me the opportunity to walk around, still wear the logo, still say the name, because I feel differently than what other people feel about that name. I can still do it without saying, well, the team's rebranded. Who's, who's the Redskins? Who's that? I mean, they're they're the Red Wolves now. Stop it. Yeah, really <laughs> if the team stays, which I kind of think that they're possibly going to, at least that door is still open for the old head fans like me. Could I learn to wear that W logo? I guess. I tweeted that there was a hat that I like, and I'm like, <laughs> You know, I don't hate the logo. That's the thing. Like, I don't hate it. It's just not the Redskins. And that's the problem that I'm having with it. But moving forward, I have no choice. To answer your other question of, well, where do I go as a fan? I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I love football. I'm going to assume that I'm going to continue on. But where I'm going to really struggle as a fan is if they rebrand completely unless it's a name that maybe I can get behind because I can now create new memories or there's some kind of symbolism to me in my life because that's all I have. I don't have city ties. So I can't stand behind and say, go DMV because I'm not from there, you know? So I can't say I support my city, I support my football team. And right now that's the Redskins and that's just the way that I see it. Thank you for sharing all of that. And I can relate to a whole lot of what you said. And I'm sure, Chris, I'm sure you can relate to a lot of it, too. For sure. It seems like he's had some ties with his dad, you know, and I can see how the name changed. Just like a couple of my other friends, it, when the name changes, it seems like those ties are no longer there. And it's like a whole new football team. So to me, I personally, the name didn't weigh on me as much as the football, the football team as a whole. Like, you know, 
the players, the organizations. So it was a little easier for me to adjust to what it is. Now, like like Keith said, if we completely rebrand, I think that's going to be a lot different. It really sucks because we went to the game. I went to the game against, I don't know, whatever game we went to. And, I, and we, there was only 3,000 there, but it was so different. But when they scored, there was no band, you know, and there was no, the, they didn't cue the band. There was no hell to the Redskins. You know, just some of those small things that they were so cool when you go to a game as Redskins fans are just like kind of gone now. Oh, they're so not I small hope... things, Chris. Those are big things. I mean, I know they are. It's just like it's all gone now. So, I mean, there's t- still a ton of fans that went to the game that wore their skins gear and uh, which is cool. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot different. And I, they got a lot of work to do, but I think they got some good people in place to figure it out. We've been beating the drum and we've been beating it to death. We've been talking about it at nauseam, I'm sure, for people like. Keith who just don't want to hear it right <laughs> yeah but I kind of what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring it back around and, and Keith you kind of touched on this a little bit begrudgingly taking the whole football team moniker Chris you've kind of spoken to it a little bit I remember asking my father I asked him after the first game of the season that we watched together at one point I asked him I said dad what did you think about the team that you saw like what did they look like and he said to me, just matter of factly, he said, it looked like the Redskins. And when I talk to other people within my family or people that I've known for a long time, people come to me, they go, because they know, and they go, Freddie, how are the Redskins doing? And I don't stop and say, well, actually, it's the football team now. I say, Redskins are doing good. And it's always going to be like that. It's going to be like that for a long time. And I feel like the football team, you know, especially, and I'm with y'all on some of these names that I've heard that are just trash. We're in this sort of purgatory right now. I think it's unsettling for a lot of people. Jason actually made clear in his uh, meeting, the call that we were all on a couple weeks ago, that Burgundy and Gold was here to stay. And everyone in the room let out a collective sigh of relief because a lot of us were very, very concerned. And Chris, you know, you and I and Maddie Jane talked about it when you were on uh, last month. For us, we would be way more upset if the colors changed than the name itself. I actually feel way, way more connected to uh, Burgundy and Gold itself, which is what I feel like has made this sort of transition easier for fans like me and fans like Chris. Keith, if it changes to whatever it changes to, if the colors stay the same, how do you feel about that? And I know that you're also afraid of, and, and I've been afraid of this too, I don't want our history to be washed away. For instance, our NFL films talking about Dexter Manley and all these things are we all of a sudden just going to ignore everything that the Redskins did. And I'm concerned about that too. I have those worries as well because the history is important and we don't want to just wash it all away as if it never happened. Well, it's both for me. I mean, it's the name, it's the colors, it's the tradition, it's the history. It's just everything that we knew as fans, uh, you know, being fans of this team and okay, you keep the colors, that's decent compromise. I guess just in my standpoint is, is in order for me to be a diehard fan, I feel like because I don't have ties to the DMV, I need something in that name that I can connect with. At first, I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, I was mad at everyone else. I felt like everybody just rolled over and not many people had a problem with this. But, you know, before I unleashed all my fury out on people, which I did at first, um, I kind of took a step back and I said, well, wait a minute. Why why are they rolling over? I mean, what do, what do they have to cheer for? I mean, for 25 plus years, they saw a team that was, you know, only competitive here and there. You know, so 
they didn't get to see the glory days. I get it. And see, we keep mentioning the glory days. And at the end of the day, I look at like, what's happening now? Why are people so quick and easy to be okay with this? And that's why I think I'm even, you know, mad because I feel like if we were more competitive, you know, in these 20 years as, you know, Redskins, I think people would have more of a problem with changing the name. But I think with a lot of the negative attention that this team has gotten over the years, people were just like, ah, oh, just new beginnings. That's all we need is new beginnings, new beginnings. So they're looking at this as new beginnings. And so now I do look at the perspective differently. I don't look at it as people are rolling over. I look at it as, okay, you know, people are seeing this as new beginnings. I mean, we haven't really had much to be excited for. Let's be honest here. So I've, you know, changed my, my mindset when it comes to that. Chris, being such a positive fan, do you feel like that you enjoy the wins as much as the glass half empty folks like the old heads like Keith? Oh, I think he does. I can answer that. Uh, sorry, sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Absolutely, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I think the way he he's the I always go into the game into the game expecting that we're going to win, right? Every game. So I'm the exact opposite. So when we lose, oh man, it's crushing. It is crushing to me. I'm not like like Keith. You know, it, it's just like, oh yeah, I know we're going to lose. I'm like, oh man, we lost. You know, I hang my head down and Craig. I lost my voice when we. The Steelers, I mean, I'd I, be honest with you, I knew that was going to be a tough game. And I, and that game, I really wanted the boys just to compete, right? Yep. But, I mean, we, we, that wasn't no fluke win, right? We didn't, we didn't win off of, uh, a couple fluke plays or, you know, they were doing some, some crazy. We, we beat the Steelers. We beat them on offense. We beat them on defense. We beat them on special teams. We just straight up beat them playing football. And I Good like, and, the team won, yeah, and it was just like to win like that on prime time, two prime times back to back to win. Oh my, my, I, my heart was going to explode. Like my, my, I don't know if you saw, but my wife was on the phone upstairs talking to uh to somebody, and they actually were concerned for her because they were they could hear screaming in the background. <laughs> That's how excited I was. But yeah, I, I, I hope we can pull up for the road. Uh, the San Fran's not a team. I think we should just overlook either. They're a good football team. They played, they lost a lot of games, but they played a lot of great teams. So I hope we can go in there and, and stay focused and, and play them some good, solid football like we did against the Steelers. See, that's what I love about this community of Washington football team slash Redskins fans is the passion from everybody. No matter what, like we all bring the passion and uh, it's it's been amazing having uh, two individuals as passionate as, as y'all, uh, and from different perspectives, it's on. It's been uh, it's been really interesting. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you guys have had as much fun as I've had being in the middle of this. This has been really really cool. So Keith, I want to ask you: after everything that we've been through, and and everything that you've been through, dealing with the name change, dealing with this new team that you're that you're watching, that you're sort of begrudgingly supporting you know i want to know how you feel about our chances to win the nfc east i think they're pretty good i definitely would like to see them beat up the 49ers a little bit to make me feel a little bit more confident when i say that um you know and then it's like you look back and you're like oh man but the giants you know giants beat seattle so was that really just a fluke for us that we beat pittsburgh like that's what battles you know in my head but i i will tell you is 
you know, as much as I have trashed this team, maybe, I don't think that I've been so bad this year because I like where we're at. And I just, I have felt that we're not competitive yet. And that's truly what I'm looking for is I just want to go back to those years where, where we are just competitive. You know, I'm not saying that we're going to go out and win six Super Bowls in the ro- in a row like, you know, uh, New England, but I'm... Well, we don't uh, cheat they, either, so... Yeah, and they didn't do it in a row either, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel um, like. You know, it, it's... I just want to be competitive. I want to be known as that, you know, that good team. And um, I've been pretty positive this year when it comes to saying this is, yeah, man, we come out so awful in the first half. But something happens in the second half with these adjustments. And, uh, man, this team just doesn't quit. And I'll tell you, this is the first year where I can honestly say, and I've said it every game, even during a loss, even during a loss, this team, there's something different about this specific team. And obviously it has a lot to do with the coaching staff. It has to do with these young players who want to do well and you can, I'm, I'm telling you, like I'm paying attention to detail when I'm watching these games and, and I'm watching the sidelines and I'm seeing like, how are these guys reacting with each other? Man? And I, I'm, I truly feel it's like a brotherhood to these guys and me personally, you know, growing up military, I know what a brotherhood is like. And these, these guys stick together in brotherhood. And so when I see this and then I see it translate onto the field where they just don't give up, I'll take that any day over what we've had these past, you know, four to five years of just losing, giving up and losing. You know, I think that we have a bright future. I do think that our chances are high that we could win this division. And I'm also thinking like, all right, if we did win the division and we get knocked out first round in the playoffs, these guys at least got to taste what that's like. And that's going to be further motivation, further motivation than what they already have. But for me to see Chase Young running 20 yards down, down the field, just to congratulate an offensive weapon for catching that amazing pass. Who was that of Sims, right? That, that one-handed catch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just to see him so hype and using that energy for his brother man that's you can't lose on that you know and, and so i'm i am excited i'm not gonna lie i'm excited and the truth shall set you free but i'm I, i'm a realist and if i feel like we're gonna suck and lose i'm gonna say it but if we win man i come out happy as hell i have to get on twitter and i have to face all my stupidity And I do. And and rah rah fans like Chris come after me. But you know what? I love him for it. And I, I've developed a relationship with all these guys. And I appreciate when they call me out for my, you know, my. I am a D bag on Redskins Twitter or Washington football Twitter. I get it. I act like a D bag. It's fun to me. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm still a fan, hardcore fan like everyone else. You know, Keith, I really, really appreciate uh, your candidness, your willingness to come on the podcast. If there's anything that you are, I'll say is you are a man of integrity. You are a man of your word. 
And I like what you said about the brotherhood on the team, because I feel like that brotherhood exists also right here amongst the community of fans. It certainly exists uh, among HTWR nation, amongst Washington football nation, amongst Redskins nation. Yes, it's alive and well. And I feel like uh, we're all brothers here as well. Chris, Keith, uh, and sisters too. It's brotherhood. It's a sisterhood. It's a great big family. And I think it's important to remind ourselves of, of that as well. You know, hey, we may be dysfunctional. He ain't lying. We may bicker back and forth, but at the end of the day, it's all about family. And we would not be able to do all the great things that we do. Uh, Maddie Jane and I would not be able to have this podcast without this family. Chris and everything that your organization does and, and wanted to take a second. Can you please talk about your organization a little bit and the work you're doing? We, the Hog Farmers, we run a charity foundation for pediatric cancer, helping children and their families. Um, that are affected by it. I mean, it is getting close to the holidays and unfortunately a lot of families and their kids that have pediatric cancer will be spending them in the hospitals, whether it's St. Jude's or one of the local hospitals fighting for their life, so. Chris, what are some things that the Hog Farmers Foundation is doing right now uh, and, and how can uh, people help right now at this difficult time of year? This year, we started a um, Hog Farmer Holiday Referral Program. All the money that we raise goes directly to the um, children so we were we're having all the families reach out to us and um give us specific gifts that they want for christmas and then uh we're purchasing for the for the kids to just try to keep their spirits up because like i said a lot of the families will be in the hospital or some of them are in remission so um, that's, that's what we're doing this year. Go on hogfarmers.org, uh, follow them on Twitter, um, enter the raffle. There's, there's all kinds of ways that you can help. You can make a direct donation. Um, and it's really, really important work, uh, that you and, and the rest of the hog farmers do. You know, One, I just want to say thank you to, to all the fans of the community, really, like you say, with your podcast, without each other, without people like Keith, you, Freddie, everybody, it wouldn't happen. We have so many fans that Maddie J. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie J, uh, so many fans that, that reach out to us and support us that, you know, donate either their harder money um, that they had trust with us or, or memorabilia. Um, we had a, a, a fellow fan just donate RFK seats to us, which was ridiculous. And uh, we'll be announcing the winner for that here probably in the next week or so. So, you know, without the fans, it we wouldn't be where we are today. So thank you to everybody that has ever and we'll continue to donate to the Hog Farm Foundation. 100%. Are, are those RFK seats? Is the raffle still open on that? Yeah, it's open. It'll December uh, 18th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 18th. I got it. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Say, hey, I, I'm getting my tickets for, for those RFK seats, and, and everybody listening needs to get theirs too. When you really meet me and get to know me, you know that I'm just another dude with an opinion, you know, that actually wants to do good things for people. and. Uh, I respect what the hog farmers and, you know, a lot of other people are doing for charities to uh, help these kids. That's, that's what it really comes down to. And I have to tell you, I'll be honest with you, when it comes to this name change and how hard I'm taking this, I do take into consideration the relationships that I have made within the Redskin slash Washington football team community. And, you know, that does play a factor in, you know, how I feel and how I'm going to continue because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not just about football. It's about family. We're a living, breathing, dynamic, multifaceted fan base. And it's important to maintain perspective. And thank you very much for bringing your perspective 
you know, to our show. It was very important uh, for us to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Definitely. Anytime, Keith. You've got a safe space here on HTWR. So with that being said, let's beat the 49ers today. Maddie Jane and I will be back at you real soon with a regular edition of HTWR. And hey, until next time, we all hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HTWR. Peace. So I'm going to cue this up and then uh, I'm going to bring you in, Keith, and I'm going to bring you in, Chris. Give me one second. Someone trying to call me, of course. No one ever calls me all day. Someone wants to call me while we're recording, of course. Shoot. I swear uh, what's the to topic? What are, we, what are we talking about? Um, we're talking about how how Keith is a d- bag. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> he picked the topic. He said on his kidding. Twitter, he said on his Twitter, right, when we beat the Steelers, that he would go okay. on a podcast and talk about what a he is. I think I remember that tweet. Here at HTWR, we call you on your bluff. <laughs> All right. I'm down. Oh, All right. God. <laughs> Don't worry, Chris. I'm, I won't lead you astray. I promise. All right. It's gonna be fun. With, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna keep it loose. It's all good. All right. All right.